Yes. This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk for this Wednesday edition. Monty out today. I'm Tim Tackett. Glad that you are joining us. I'm joined in studio by one of my favorite people. I say that to everybody. Well, of course. <laughs> Bob Jamison joins me. Uh, Bob, I, I have Dick Palmer on, Jeff Jordan on, Matt Gillespie on, people like that. And everybody knows exactly who they are. They, they recognize that face because they've been here forever and ever. You've not been here forever and ever. But I'm sure somebody out there is saying, I know that name, Bob Jamison. Why would I? Why would I know that name? They would have to be a, over fifty years old, pretty much, to know that, though. I think. Well, go, go ahead and share with the younger folks, or even the fifty years that have forgotten. Well, uh, twelve <laughs> years with the sounds, uh, but that was nineteen seventy nine through the nineteen ninety baseball season. So, if you were ten years old then, um, you know, you'd be approaching about forty now, if I can do my math right. So, not not exactly the 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 college crowd. Nashville sounds. You weren't slugging baseballs or throwing strikeouts. No, 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 no. no, I I, not calling balls and strikes. Kinda, kinda. Yes, yes. Behind the radio mic. As a matter of fact, we've we've talked this before. The connection with this radio station. I think there's one that. uh, Well, yeah, yeah. As far as Monty Hale's concerned, Monty was the the first broadcaster for the sounds uh, in their inaugural season, and. Then uh, he also had a young man from MTSU out of Lebanon, Jay Colley, worked with him on those broadcasts. And, uh, you know, Jay worked with uh, me in my first year in 1979 with the Sounds. So uh, just a nice, uh, close family. And, of course, MTSU and, and this station's uh, connection with the Sounds has, has continued. Bob, when I called you about coming on, you said, you know, I haven't kept up with sports quite a lot. What are we going to talk about? And I said, well, that's, that's a subject that I broached before. Is is there a disconnect? Is this COVID thing cause us to get into some different habits? I won't say bad habits. I think some of them are bad. Some of them are, but clearly, life has gone after ten months because it was March twelfth, eleventh last year. My son's birthday is the twelfth. We were supposed to be going to the SEC basketball tournament on that Thursday, and we got called off the day before. So for ten months, we've lived a different lifestyle. Good, bad, or indifferent, but it's different to the point now. I, I kind of used to being lazy. Well, and and it's it, it's been exactly the same thing in our household. In fact, my wife was going with me for an MTSU baseball trip. Uh, they were playing Louisiana Tech in Jackson, Mississippi, mm-hmm. uh, because their stadium had been destroyed by a tornado uh, the year before, and we uh, you just got a, a text from. Uh, Brady, who was traveling as sports information with uh, the baseball team, so just to let you know, the bus has turned around. It's heading back to Murfreesboro. Um, the series has been canceled, and the commissioners are meeting to – our conference directors are meeting with the commissioner to see what they're going to do about the, the whole rest of the season. And by the time we got home, everything had been uh, shut down, and that, that was March 12th. The cards crumbled very quickly, didn't they? They did. It surprised me uh, quite a bit. And um, – you know, you're going. You're at that point in the season. You're halfway through spring training for base, big league baseball, sure. and very excited about the season starting in two or three weeks. And um, you know, just all of a sudden, you have have no sports. You don't have the. I, I mean, I love the NCAA basketball tournament, the conference tournaments preceding that, and and then all the way, you know, following things to the Final Four. You know, everybody fills out their brackets. And, yeah. Um, so we didn't have that. You know, you lost the end of the NBA and the NHL seasons in, in what would have been a normal fashion. Um, 
it uh, it really changed the sports landscape. And of course, that was just a small fraction of the the landscape in this country that got impacted. But I, I was kind of surprised that uh, after about three or four weeks, you start getting used to not just. Uh, Oh, who's on? Who's playing tonight? What game do we want to watch? Sure. Let's take a break. We come back. I want to continue that conversation. 893-1450. We are live today. If you'd like to give us a call or text, we'd love to hear from you right here on All Sports Talk. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, Monday through Saturday, 11 to noon, right here on News Radio WGNS. We at Ferret Construction offer a 24-hour emergency service. Whether your shingles are blown off your roof, you have a tree on your roof, or if your whole house flooded, we offer a 24-hour emergency service. That's why it's important to shop local. They're your neighbors, and they take care of you. We're family here at Ferret Construction. We care about you. This is Ron Hall with Ferret Construction. Call 615-893-6120. That's Fair Construction Company. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Friday night on WGNS Radio, we've got Lady Raider basketball at 5.30 as they travel to Western Kentucky to take on the Hilltoppers. That's Friday afternoon at 5.30. Also Saturday afternoon at 5.30, we'll have both games on WGNS Radio. On Friday night, State Farm Prep Basketball, Blackman at Riverdale. That's on WGNSRadio.com and streaming on our apps. We'll have the game live and then re-air that on Saturday afternoon for you as well. Speaking of Saturday, it's the Prentice Also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A. With conversation beginning at 8 a.m., it's Girls Basketball Week. MTCS Cougar Corner follows at 10.15. We also have uh, Blue Raider Men's Basketball as they host Western Kentucky, 3.30 on Saturday afternoon and 12.30 Sunday afternoon. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Bob Jamison in with me today on All Sports Talk. Bob, uh, Today is a very special day in this country. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not one to sit and watch a lot of ceremonies for things, but inauguration time, whether it's Donald Trump or whether it's Joe Biden or whether it's Barack Obama, whoever it might be, where your politics might be, for me, I enjoy watching it uh, because I think it just kind of brings us back to the roots of what this country is about. Well, yeah, and, and that that's really the key is just the uh, peaceful transition of, of power from one president to another. Um that's uh, we take that for granted. Uh, it has happened every single time, uh, going back to to the founding of the country, and that's that's something that is not normal in in a lot of places. In fact, almost any other place in the world to the degree that it is here. So, uh, you know, it's 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 a it's a very very big benefit and, and a privilege that we have, and of course, it's one that's uh, you, you hope continues for for many generations to come. What we're doing here, talk radio, is kind of coming to be pervasive across the country. Lots of it. Mm-hmm. 
in Nashville for sure. This is a heavy area. Oh yeah, we see the same thing in the news. It, it, very pervasive, and you can get to the point, And I think it can be very poisonous if you're not careful. I, I, I know this. This this show has never been about, and I never wanted to be about being shock radio or being one to try to be negative about everything. That is, you well know, in force talk, and certainly in the news cycle, that's the way some of these people make their living. The, the more they can shock people, the more they can be controversial. The more they can bring up the the bad stuff, the dirt. The, the higher the ratings go and you know it's it's that's not why i would listen to sports radio i i uh, you know I, I think of the real professionals that we have you know people here at the station and uh we know think of some good ones that we know up in nashville and uh george plaster comes immediately yeah, and, and, mind. And, you know to me nashville's they, they not really bad sports. about that frankly yeah. the nashville yeah. sports talks are not really particularly bad about that i don't think they are no they're nashville sports is is focuses on what they should be and that is sports um and 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 not only sports from just the sports point of view, but just not not everything being negative. Um, you know, living up in, in uh, the vicinity of, of Chicago, Illinois, and uh, sports talk up there. You know, like it's the first uh, you know, like the, the Bears would start a season, and maybe they would have a three and out on their first possession, sure. and their, the next day, sports talk <laughs> would talk about we need to get a new head football coach. This guy can't coach an offense. I mean, it <clears throat> literally was that probably much much sterner words than that, though. Uh, to, to to some degree, yeah, yeah. yeah but you know, <laughs> they was on the air and they bleeped out a few things. But uh, you know, it you know, sports is, has been and, and it's always been something I, I've reminded myself in terms of the greater scheme of life. It's not the most important thing, but it certainly is a diversion. It's an entertainment. It's uh, things that you know people who have that abilities and skills can participate in and then there are people like me who just uh, really like to sit and and watch them and, and just marvel and, and and enjoy what they're able to do I'm, i think sometimes i'm a pollyanna kind of a guy I, i'm certainly a glass half half full and sometimes very naive I, I think i'm careful about that but i want to say this to those listening to my my view on that and saying describing myself the way i am Barack obama was president of the united states Donald Trump was president of the United States. I think it'd be fair to say that more people than not would have a strong opinion about whether one was good and one was not. What, all I'm going to say is we survived Barack Obama. We survived Donald Trump. We're going to survive Joe Biden. We're going to survive because that's what this country does. Provided we don't let social media and, and commentary news talk get us so poisoned that we become that negative voice that's out there. And I think that's kind of what's happening. And by golly, this COVID thing has really caused that to happen a lot because people find a lot more time on their hands. And I think the, the number of people that sit and watch commentary news, whichever side of the vote you want to be on, can sit there and just kind of get jaded to the whole process. Well, it, it, it yeah, and, and social media has been kind of a strange thing. And it it's one of the, the good uh, things about being older is, you, well, I just don't get involved with that. Sure. I mean, um, back... About 10 years ago, when the company that I was part of got started, we said, well, we all need to be on Facebook, so that way we can connect with people and things like that. And after about six months, it's like, how can I shut this thing off? I, I have, you know, I, I don't care about a lot of the things that people were posting, and, you know, I, I didn't want to share my vacation or, you know... <laughs> Hey, I woke up this morning and had pancakes for breakfast. I mean, well, that's that's really good. I mean, and you're talking about the things that are just a nuisance, yeah, as opposed yeah. to the things that were just not not the mean not, and, not the not the mean and nasty stuff. I, I you know, you just looking at it from a sports broadcasting point of view, um, you know, we didn't have that kind of stuff obviously back back when I was on the air, and I, and I just wonder how how things would have gone. Yeah, you because know, I, I know broadcasters basically are expected to have their own blog. And have sure. daily updates, uh, and about that, and then people can make comments, and uh, it's, it's just a well, very different. Well, you were in a position, Bob, uh, also working with the California Angels, past the sound, so you've you've been in the big leagues about that. Broadcasters of the big league ball clubs, sometimes Marty Brenneman is the one I listened to for Cincinnati a long time. Marty, as he got older and older, he got bolder and bolder. Mm -hmm. uh, he found himself criticizing the team fairly strongly at times. Uh, and that can get a broadcaster in trouble if they're not careful, I guess. But Marty was so revered, he, he I don't know, get away with it's the right word, but he, he was able to, to, to walk that line and make it work. But sometimes that doesn't work out very well, does it? Well, sometimes I, I think it doesn't. You know, like I say, that, that all happened 
I always tried to just stay away from sure from, from most most do I things. think I mean I, I always thought my job was to to provide play by play and and occasional commentary um, and I you know I did try to manage and I definitely was accused of umpiring more than I <laughs> should have um, but still I just tried I tried to stay away from those things most I, you look at look at it from the point of view of a person listening, and that's that's who you need to keep in mind. They don't want to hear necessarily my thoughts. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times it's like I've look, heard comments and go, "I really don't care what you think about that. I'd like to hear about the football game sure. that's being played. I'd like to hear your analysis of that. I'd like to hear your comments on whatever the sport happens to be." I know some dirty laundry's been aired in the last few days about uh, the Greg Schiano situation with University of Tennessee three years back before they did hire uh, Jeremy Pruitt that uh, the, the fan base apparently twittered the, the, the man out of a job so to speak and, and you know I, the, the point being that it's it's one of those things to me Chris Massaro doesn't need to be reading chat rooms for Go Blue Raiders because, to make his decisions and, 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 and it, I think that I think that's what's been said that that clearly whether you like the hire you didn't like you like Shiano you didn't like Shiano you like Pruitt you didn't like Pruitt the idea that social media can have such a sharp edge that the fans have that kind of a voice I think it's very, because if you listen if you watch chat rooms much most of it very negative and na- nasty well and, and not only that the, the thing to consider is just an incredibly small percentage yes, of people yes, who sure. are out there making up these or positing these opinions that they have uh and it it frankly doesn't reflect well on the people that make the decisions as to who to hire and who not when they succumb to that kind of pressure it needs to be is this a good business decision is this the right person for the job whatever that job happens to be you know whether it's a you know new accountant at, at the local tax firm or um you know a head football coach at a place like tennessee we uh, revealed our age to some degree. Well, on back up one more comment on the inauguration. And, you know, I'm one of these persons that uh, the, the the name Lady Gaga just doesn't make sense to me. You know, it, it kind of brings across that it's not quite Dinah Shore. If that's the right. Thing. <laughs> no. And, and 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 she has one of those looks about her that's staged to be sure, mm-hmm. and, and and kind of obvious that she wants to be outgoing and whatever. But I'm going to tell you what, the, the national anthem today I thought was just absolutely stunning that she put on. Well, I, I didn't watch uh, any of, of today, but I remember she did uh, a national anthem at uh, one of the big sports events a few years ago. And I, I was very, very impressed with her musical, with her voice and her musical ability. And she, she sang beautifully. Yeah, My she, wife is, is the one that convinced me that I need to listen to her. And when she did an album with Tony Bennett, mm-hmm. I recognized it. If, if this gal can sing with Tony Bennett, there must be not quite the disconnect that I'm trying to make out it to be. And so from that point on, I've been able to look past uh, what I sometimes see as staged a little bit stronger than I typically would want to see and recognize the talent that's there. But as I say, the, the, YouTube, the, the National Anthem, I think you'll find it to be a really positive right. thing to look at. I'll look at that, yeah. All right, it's time for Chip Walters, I think. Something like that. Yeah, it is. I'll take that uh, away. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll let Chip have his Blue Raider Inside Report right after this. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. Time for Brian to come into your homes. <laughs> Run! <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. Still looking pretty decent right now. It's just busy. Five times there on 24 as you make your way out towards, uh, let's say, Coffee County, Epps Mill Road. Short stopping of the lanes out here as expected up and down sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Still not too bad. Outbound last Cassius Pine. Check out the Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Princess Hot Chicken. You can order online, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hey folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. 
Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. I want to pass along my best wishes to Wayne Blair, who just uh, sponsored that uh, segment. Wayne just had his second knee replacement about 10 days ago, I think it is, and he says he's uh, limping around a little bit. So, uh, you have anything like that? You got any? False body parts? Not, not, uh, no replacement parts yet, which is good. Uh, my sister's trying to keep up for her. She's had two hips and got both knees that are going to need to be taken care of. So I just. Maybe you know. she got all the bad parts. She must have. <laughs> all right, Chip, time for your report. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's talk Blue Raider tennis. Middle Tennessee's men's tennis team has accepted an invitation to the 2021 ITA kickoff weekend on Wednesday. The Blue Raiders will play in the Columbus, Ohio pod alongside third-ranked Ohio State, number 22, Virginia, and Iowa. Middle Tennessee will square off against the Buckeyes for the first time since 1973 in its opening match. The Blue Raiders last attended an ITA kickoff weekend just two years ago, hosted by North Carolina. ITA kickoff weekend matches in Columbus are slated to be played Friday and Saturday in the new Ty Tucker Tennis Center. The first day will feature matches between the number one and number four and the number two and number three seeds, with the winners and losers facing off in day two. And all seven men's sites have will serve as host, with each site winner advancing to the ITA National Team Indoor Championship, where they will be joined by the respective host site school to fill out the eight-team bracket. The Mississippi State match that was scheduled for January 24th will now be moved to January 29th at 1 o'clock in Starkville to allow the Blue Raiders to play in this ITA event. Well, speaking of men's tennis, yesterday the Blue Raiders swept singles play against Louisiana on its way to a rousing 6-1 win in the season opener at the Adams Tennis Complex. In the singles, the Raiders came out firing on all cylinders, making quick work of the Cajuns, Pavel Model, Stingen Slump, Chris Edge and Francisco Roca earning straight set victories in quick succession to clinch the match at 4 to 1. The three-set victories from Tom Moonen uh, and graduate transfer Oscar Mikolek finished off the Blue Raiders' victory as they knocked off Louisiana. The only point uh, that the Ragin' Cajuns were able to pick up was on the doubles point. All right, softball. Head coach Jeff Breeden and his Middle Tennessee softball staff have added a fifth signee in the 2021 class as Laura Mueller signed on January 14th to officially become a Blue Raider. Mueller, a Chapel Hill, Tennessee native, currently plays shortstop at Forest High School for former Blue Raider Shelby Stennett 
Uh, Stinnett played at middle from 2011 to 14 and is still tied for fifth all-time in pitching appearances as a Blue Raider. Uh, Miller helped her team win a state championship as a sophomore, and with one season remaining in her high school career, Miller has already been named to the All-State team twice and made the All-District team three times. Additionally, Miller has added an offensive MVP award to her resume. In football news, you may or may not have seen uh, the story that came out in yesterday's Washington Post. Former offensive coordinator Tony Franklin from Middle Tennessee was featured in a story that uh, talked about his time this season uh, at Middle Tennessee and uh, basically the same uh claims that he had made uh, earlier to a university administration and that Middle Tennessee did an internal investigation on regarding uh, following COVID-19 protocols uh, within the football program. All right, a couple of quick hitters here in college football news. In uh, Marshall has hired a new head coach, Charles Huff, the Running back coach for Alabama was introduced as the new Thundering Herd head coach, and almost immediately Marshall's defensive coordinator, Brad Lambert, who was a finalist for the job, left Marshall. He is now on his way to Purdue, where he will serve as co-offensive coordinator. And one other final note, speaking of Alabama football, and where's the Blue Raider tie here? Well, Doug Marone, former Jaguars coach, uh, has been named the new offensive line coach at Alabama. Well, not only is he the former head coach of the Jags, but he's Boots Donnelly's son-in-law. So there you go. That's it for this Wednesday. We'll have another update for you coming tomorrow here on WGNS. Bob, it's interesting the coaching changes that have been made. Uh, the most recent one, of course, at Tennessee, but someone made the point on something I've read or whatever that in the last two years, I think it's seven of the SEC squad teams have changed coaches in just that two-year period. And if you look back, outside of Nick Saban, which is obvious, been around for a while, you look around, there's not many of these coaches in the SEC that have been there very long. In fact, uh, I was catching one of the, the Alabama games during football season, and they had a graphic of all the coaching changes in the SEC since Nick Saban started at Alabama. And it, it was it was mind-boggling how many they've had like Tennessee is going to be having like their fifth coach in the last 10 or 12 years uh it, with coming it, up and it, it's yeah like, it's a sad state of affairs that everybody can't win every day right that yeah, somebody's going to lose every game every and, 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 and then the problem you have it, it it's really not a problem uh from a fan's point of view unless you want to win a lot but the SEC is just loaded top to bottom sure oh yes um, you know there're a couple of instances where that's that's not the case but uh Generally, though, you know, you you've got really, really good good programs that uh, get get great athletes. And they have really good coaches, and they win a lot of games. And it's hard to win. All right, when we take take this break, when we come back, I'm going to ask Bob Jamison a, a Jeopardy's question. You know, he's going to get athletes for two thousand dollars right after this on All Sports Talk. <laughs> At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence and service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamon Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. 
We are back with Bob Jamison here at All, at All Sports Talk. I said that I was going to ask him a Jeopardy question. Uh, Bob, the highest paid athlete ever in sports, who would that be? Who's Pele? That, that'd be a good guess. And that, that's Greg. all that is. And, and But it, what I'd want to see is I'd want to have his money put in today's dollars. Well, this is where this is coming from. Let me, let me give this to you. This guy, his name is, uh, i got to read off this site, Gaius Diocles. He was a chariot rider for, in the Roman Empire. And in today's dollars, said he made $29.6 billion. Is that billion with a B? Billion with a B, which That's, is seven times more than Michael Jordan made. Okay, so it wouldn't matter if they did uh, Pele <laughs> from <laughs> they, today's <laughs> dollars, would it? <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. I, I left my notes at home, so I'm having to work. He, thousands of chariot uh-huh. events that he won. And, wow. Uh, it said that that, that number uh, was equal to a year's pay for over 2,000 of the, the centurion soldiers that they had. So uh, he, he was off the charts. Wow. I mean, and, and, and of course, being a math person, you know, I always think of just how big a billion dollars is because it's, you know, it's a thousand million. So you could, you could, uh, you could get a billion dollars today. You could give away 90% and feel like you were real generous and you'd still have a hundred million dollars left. You could probably <laughs> get by on that. You probably get by. The sad part for him was he lived in a day where there was no radio advertisements, no right. television. So he didn't get to, you know, eat Wheaties or things of that nature. He could have made a lot more money, right? Oh, the ad- the advertising possibilities are <laughs> off the charts. <laughs> One more thing, Bob, before we get into uh, a couple other things. You're not a Tennessean, right? You, you I, well, in- I got here as quick as I could, though. <laughs> you grew up in Illinois. Grew up um, in Illinois. Uh, lived in uh, Nashville from 79 to early 1991 and uh, just passed three years in Murfreesboro. I work a statewide uh, football show uh, once a week for the, with a guy in Nashville, and so we go through the entire state trying to find the, the teams, and whatever. And this one always tickled me when they come up the big rivalry game between David Crockett and Daniel Boone. Uh, I mean, think about that. Yeah. Daniel Daniel Boone High School and David Crockett High School play one another, and they're big rivals in mm-hmm. East Tennessee. I just I just have to giggle every time I see that. Yeah, they, you 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 forget about the you know just. When you think of Tennessee's heritage, there's just so many names from the past, and then, of as far as the frontier part of uh, the United States, th- those two names are up at the top that you think about. TWSAA announced uh, yesterday that, uh, and Governor Lee, that uh, the, the uh, moratorium on fans attending high school sports is still going to remain intact. The only fans allowed are parents. They did add grandparents to the list this mm-hmm. time. I had a lady call me at the office this morning. Whatever you can do to get grandparents on that list, I'd appreciate it. And I said, "Well, guess what? Nice job. Well, way to go, Tim." <laughs> it it was it came across the computer about 15 minutes ago that uh, you are now in the clear. So uh, it, it's made it tough. We talked about the disconnect. Um, I made the comment to you that uh, there was a time that uh, I would spend Saturday afternoon, if nothing else was going on, finding a good basketball game and, and watching it through and through. I don't do much of that anymore. Uh, my habits have changed uh, in the last 10 months. Some of them for good and some of them for not so good. But uh, how about you? You, you, you finding your, your habits? You, you said you don't pay attention I, to sports quite like you. You know, I, I, I follow the local teams. I, I'm interested in what Middle does and what Tennessee does and what Vanderbilt does. And of course, being from Illinois, uh, a little bit up there, too. But I've made the comment several times uh, over the last uh, few weeks, you know, you'll see a matchup, a, ba- a basketball matchup on TV, and it's like, you know, last year I would have been all over watching sure. that game. I was like, ah, I might check in on and get a score. I, you know, I think we learned that we don't have to have sports, and it's taken a while to, to get it going again. And um, I, I, I miss games where the fans are there because, um, you know, being a fan in basketball you, you, particularly oh yeah me. especially well yeah think about you know you're seeing uh, ut football games and where there's a very scattered number of people allowed you're seeing vanderbilt games where they didn't even have anybody other than family um you know these these empty stadiums and it's just it's i don't know it, it has an impact from from just a watching point of view the, the, obviously there's one thing that's happened financially that 
it has to be easy to see is without these fans coming in, they're not paying the freight for tickets. They're certainly not buying concessions. They're not paying parking, and they're not whatever. So revenues at universities and high schools are got to be way down. And the problem, that I, Bob, and get your opinion on this, how far will it bounce back? I mean, you've made the very comment that I've worried about. We've gotten, gotten used to getting by without it. What makes Christmas Hour at Middle Tennessee think next year when we get ready to sell season tickets that all these people that didn't get to go this year just going to bounce back next year and buy their season tickets? Or did they decide, you know what, on Saturday night I'd just as soon stay home? Well, I think it's going to take a while. Um, and whether they can survive for the while that it's going to take uh, is certainly open to question. Major League Baseball ran through the same situation. I, I did I did find that Major League Baseball was on more last year because they were the only thing in town to, to play, more or less. So I did watch a lot of baseball last summer, than I, more than I normally would, I think. And uh, But it was took a while to get used to no fans in the – I, I think we've got a shot to see somewhere in the major league season this year that we're going to get fans back in there. Well, hopefully so. And, uh, you know, it didn't hurt for us in this area that the Braves were very, very sure. fun and interesting and good team to watch. Um, and so you, when, when your team does okay or the team that you, you get to watch a lot does okay, it makes, that makes a very interesting, a lot more fun to watch. Well, I'm first year in – Gosh, I can't tell you how many that I didn't get to a Major League Baseball game. Uh, I get Cincinnati typically once or twice a mm-hmm. year just to kind of keep the, the blood flowing and so forth. But, uh, you know, I've been to Atlanta before. I've been to St. Louis. I've gone to several places. And and uh, I'm looking forward to going back. I, I, I do miss it. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, my, my wife's a big Red Sox fan. And, you know, we had tickets to go to the Braves Red Sox back in May and middle of may on her birthday and it's like well we'll they'll be playing baseball they'll be playing by then you know that won't be any problem um i was kind of wrong on that <laughs> bob we, we talked a little bit about the negative side for me at least of social media or, or being able to see most anything you want to one of the positive sides since you mentioned red sox i'll bring this up because it, it wasn't a month ago i guess that i flipped on uh, and found the number the sixth game of the 1975 World Series, which for some people, it was the greatest game ever played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and watched that thing through again, and and Ed Armbrister and the the bunt no bunt play that Carlton Fisk threw the ball into the center field on, the great throw from George Foster and in, in out of left field to keep a winning run from scoring, and then for Carlton Fisk making his home run uh, gesture. So to speak, keep that ball fair. Uh, it was fun to watch to go back and, and watch a game that was 45, 46 years ago. Yeah, I, I've got I got to see that game a couple of times. Uh, being a Cardinal fan, I love seeing the sixth game of the two thousand eleven World Series replayed. Uh, I haven't spe- seen that one lately. Especially the uh, eighth, ninth, and tenth uh, innings or eleventh innings. Um, but the, the funny thing on on the 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 75 Red Sox Red World Series, Joe Morgan said this. Uh, he said, you know, it's amazing how many people think because of that iconic play with Carlton Fisk, you know, waving the ball and, yeah. and hitting the foul pole to win the game, how many people think the Red Sox won that World Series? Sure. He says, it galls me to this day. <laughs> and That uh, was game six. It tied the series that was game three six. To three and, tied the and series. The Reds won it the next night. Yeah. And uh, – yeah, in fact, the Red Sox had a three nothing lead yes, after did. six innings, of that, five or six innings of that game, and then uh, um, Joe Morgan drove in the winning run in the in the top of the the ninth inning. Pete Rose scored it, and thinking of Joe Morgan, you know, you th- he passed away, you know, this past year, and and um, MLB Network had a really good a short program on on him and then five others of the many that, that passed away that you know were baseball icons uh, last year it's it was a tough year and then we've started out this year with tommy lasorda and uh don sutton yesterday yes I, it's uh it makes uh, you feel old when these guys are like oh that's about my Don age. Sutton was 75 years old which yeah I, I guess i couldn't couldn't imagine him being 75 but yeah, yeah. do the math he, he was uh the uh, carlton fisk uh, quote from the 1975 series was that in about the 10th inning when Pete Rose came to the plate, Pete said to Carlton, isn't this fun playing a game like this? Yeah. Or something of that that kind of thing. He's just basically saying, we want to win, and uh, but one of us is going to lose, 
but I'm just proud to be part of this game because it's just a, it's been very special. It was. That was that was just tooth and nail. In fact, that was a very good series between two two really good teams. My wife gets so uh, annoyed. Not not that's the right word. Fascinated is a fair, fair word for me to sit out there on my porch with my t- TV on and watch the 1954 World Series, maybe from Evans Field. Oh wow! And, and see the Dodgers and uh, uh, Brooklyn and New York Giants or y- Yankees play one another. It's just I don't watch all nine innings of it, but I am interested to go back and see some of that stuff. I, I've never been to Evans Field, and certainly never will get to go there now because they tore it down. What 1959, I guess. 58 was the last season that they played in Brooklyn, if I'm not not mistaken. Um, yeah, 57 or 58, something like that. Yeah. They moved to, to Los Angeles. Well, uh, so it, it's been that, that's some of the ways I uh, pass my time. But uh, like I say, I've gotten into some bad habits too. You know, just. I can do it tomorrow because I've got so much time on my hands. Well, you know, there's nothing uh, you know you can do today that you can't put <laughs> off until tomorrow. <laughs> well said. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to try to touch a little bit on Middle Tennessee sports right after this. If you're an Android user, we have an app for that, too. You can listen to us anywhere, on air and on demand. We're News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. So looking pretty decent right now. It's just busy at times there on 24. As you make your way out towards, uh, let's say, Coffee County, Epps Mill Road. Short stopping of delays out here as expected up and down sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Still not too bad. Outbound last Cassius Pine. Check out the Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Princess Hot Chicken. You can order online, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. If you haven't tried Sir Pizza, it's truly an experience that has to be tasted to be appreciated. Dine-in delivery and carry-out on East Main Memorial and South Church. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank offices across the state of Tennessee, a couple of three in Murfreesboro, a new branch across from Sportscom, as a matter of fact. First Bank, great service, great service, both on the business side and the personal side. First Bank, proud sponsors of All Sports Talk. Bob Jamison with me. Bob, you, you, Jake asked you about the baseball, uh, broadcasting some games for Middle Tennessee this year. Tell us a little bit about when that's going to start. Well, uh, as it, it turns out, you know, the tentative sk- season schedule, I, sh- I say tentative, it's out on the Everything's MTS. tentative. Yes. Um, Tonight's game is tentative, by the way. We're all day-to-day, as somebody <laughs> said one time. But um, they, they'll they start on uh, February 19th. Um, very Not as many Tuesday games uh, during the course of what's scheduled right now. Um and then play three-game weekend series and, and, and into and, of course, including the, the conference schedule. Um, and, you know, they're, they're, they're playing Belmont, Austin P a couple of times, Murray. Sure, sure. It's kind of staying local. Um, there's only a couple of road trips that are non-conference that I saw. One is, is to South, they play South Alabama in Mobile at the end of February, and then a couple of weeks after that, uh, they're going to uh, Kennesaw State, just north of Atlanta, for a weekend series. The rest of their non-conference, other than local schools, I was going to say playing. Kennesaw State's really not that far. Yeah, no, I, I mean, mean you're, you're you kind of qualifies as Murray. You can almost get to Kennesaw State as quick as you can get to Murray, Kentucky. I yeah, think. at least you know there's only one road to get to Kennesaw <laughs> State, whereas Murray has has a, has a couple of options there. So. Well, uh, last year the, the baseball team started off far better than. I expected the pitching, which was atrocious the year before. 
really started out guns blazing last year before they got cut short. It was yeah, and it was it was really frustrating because they they had a really difficult non-conference road schedule. They went to North Carolina, they went to Coastal Carolina, that won the tournament a few years ago. Uh, North Carolina was ranked in the top ten when they played them. They played Tulane uh, at Tulane, and and they they didn't win a lot of those games, but they won a lot of the other games. They were nine and ten when the season got got canceled and playing better and better and better they had had a really good balanced team and as you said the pitching was was very very solid um i I was looking forward to seeing what they were going to be able to do in conference usa um and then of course we didn't didn't get to find out so hopefully this year we will you are a member of the optimist club as a mind i remember coach coming in last year to speak to us about the season before but the pitcher the strikeout to base on balls ratio and I really never thought much about what that should be, but it should be probably I think what three strikeouts to every base on ball. Something yeah, that's along a, that that's line. Three one like ratio. Get. Yeah, the ratio was just about the other way around. One strikeout for every three three base on balls, which which will get you beat. Yeah, I think there were actually more walks than hits allowed. Um, oh gosh, I mean, it, which it was it was very frustrating, and they worked on that last year and were having great results. Kyle Buns, the pitching coach, and uh, coach Coach Toman brought him in. And uh, he, he really worked with the pitchers who were very, very uh, eager to, to make some adjustments and changes. And because of the, you know, the virus uh, in cutting the season short, there's, there's probably two or three, four players that middle will have this year playing mm-hmm. that would have likely signed professional contracts uh, in normal years. Well, it's uh, hopefully going to be a good season. I, I know you're looking forward to the f- – February games when it's about 35 degrees outside and those three-and-a-half-hour games that can take place. Well, it's, it's where you're really glad you're recent, uh, Smith Field because that has a really good broadcast facility that is heated. And uh, and John Callow, who works uh, on the broadcast with Dick and then and also when I'm there, um, has a, a couple of really good old beach towels, and so we put the crowd mic out and seal that window that's open, and, and we're we're pretty toasty in there. It's just the pregame stuff that makes it. But chilly. why is it in sports? You mentioned baseball, how the pitching for Middle Tennessee's baseball team last year turned around from the year before, but it seemed like the hitting was not quite as strong. That seems to happen in baseball, football, basketball sometimes. That uh, the 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 area that you were weak in strengthens up, and the area you were strong in seems to regress a little bit well they, they lost uh like drew huff was on mm-hmm. two years ago uh blake benedict was, you know you you lost two or three uh good hitters oh so you're saying that makes a difference when you lose good players yeah, yeah you know it's it's kind of like when albert pujols you know went seems like a logical answer yeah but, but they they did they they had some good hitters uh from the previous year that graduated and um that that made a difference there and and so you have people needing to fill, learn to fill in roles, you know, that they didn't have the year before, and it takes a while to develop that. And we were seeing, uh, in the course of the first month of the season that we got in last year, just some really good, solid development with with hitters at the plate. TWSAA, as I mentioned, extended their moratorium on fans coming in. It, it, I don't know the decision's been made yet, but it looks more and more likely to me at least that the state tournament not going to be held at murphy center probably be played in high school gyms around murfreesboro which can be done but brings a fair question does it taint the high school experience for these kids at all it it you know you you think about you you picture going to the state university where kentucky they play rep arena for example um you know most most states will have the one of the major universities as as the host and that that'll be not you know that'll take away some of the peripheral things about it but i i think you know when these guys are 40 and 50 years down the road uh when they've played in that tournament they're going to remember it and remember that experience i guess they may, may refer back to the movie hoosiers when the you know you take the string and, and it's 10 feet from here and 15 feet from the basket yes, no matter where yes. you're playing in old hickory's gym or hickory's i should say old hickory hickory's gym or uh, in Murphy Center or in Madison Square Garden, whatever that happens to be. Yeah, and that that's uh, the beauty of basketball and uh, you know, football too. You know, they have exact dimensions in all the fields. So when you turn when you turn the whistle on and play basketball, it doesn't make any difference where you're playing the game. Uh, yeah, I, I, the, the really yeah for the really good ones, they they want to play, they want to win. You know, it might be out in the playground or uh, the biggest you know the NCAA championship. For many years, Bob. Uh, 
the Western Kentucky weekend has been something special mm-hmm. to me. And this is Western and, Kentucky. And, and a lot of fans. Uh, I've been to Western many times for men's and women's games both. Uh, and, the, and the fact that uh, they'll be playing four games this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, and Sunday for girls and guys, and I won't see any of them. It's just hard to fathom how that is. It, 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 it's difficult for me. And as I say, I, I do fear for what's going to happen when many of these fans that may be a little bit farther out on the periphery than I am about being allegiant may, uh, may not ever come back. Well, I, I would have that concern. I think that's a legitimate concern. Um, and I think the schools and conferences have done a good job of trying to relate to the fans as best they sure, can. And I, if I can I, just use a personal example, we you know, had, some, had Middle Tennessee baseball season tickets last year, and we, we got a full refund of our season tickets from the university. And, you know, I, I, I was ex- very glad that we got some. I, I would have expected it perhaps to have been prorated on the number of games sure. that had been played. Um, but, I mean, there was a recognition there that, you know, we can build some goodwill. And certainly from my perspective, you know, that, that, was, that was very impressive. That was not an easy thing to do. My experience has been the same way, and I've made that comment on this show before, that I think the people in the middle have done everything they can to stay keep us alert to what's going on and in, 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 uh, involved and in, in, in all those kind of things to the point that they had to move my season tickets because the seats that I normally sit in weren't even going to be available for mm-hmm. anybody to sit in this year. Yeah. So got over there and picked out the new seats for me, and it, it was done very professionally and well. They've done all they can do, but it still doesn't, doesn't – Get me in the gym. Yeah, it's a special challenge for them, really. So, uh, Western Kentucky this weekend, uh, high school basketball, just to kind of touch on that, uh, the game Friday night, Jake, is uh, Riverdale, and Blackman. Riverdale and Blackman. Always special. There's a lot of special games, by the way, uh, that, that take, take place. Seagull boys uh, have kind of taken a little bit of the rule there, and, and Riverdale girls continue to move on down the road. Murfreesboro has great high school sports, they no do. question. No question about that for sure. And uh, football, I guess we can talk about the Oakland State Championship one more time. You can. <laughs> I, I, I was here about a year before I realized, oh, that's not uh, Ohio State band that I was seeing. <laughs> it's uh, because the O is very similar with the red and the navy. So. All right, Jake. You got my attention. You said one minute left. We're going to go ahead and cut her, cut her short. Bob, I appreciate you being here as always. And we got through an hour without talking much sports. Well, Tim, next time we'll try to do better, but thanks for the invitation. Always always a pleasure. Appreciate you guys listening out there. Monty will be back tomorrow for All Sports Talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. 